Hello there. Good morning, everyone. It's Jill Wigmore Welsh here from Reading in Berkshire. So I'm just introducing you to another instalment. This is show two. Uh, this is another instalment of this wonderful legacy project that I've been running for a few years, centering on the Feldenkrais method um, and its application in terms of your everyday practice practice. So what I mean by that is just literally how you could bring this work into everything you do day to day. So today I'm going to really be talking about a bit about the brain and the central nervous system and the emerging science, neuroscience. So when you're listening to this recording today, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what your background is. I don't know what your knowledge and experience is of your body, your brain, of science. So it can be a challenge to know who I can pitch this talk to. Let's imagine that I'm just talking to my next door neighbor. Well, the average person who comes to see me in my clinical practice treatment room, the room I have in my home, that's the place where people come to see me because they have problems. They may see me over the web, but mostly I'll be working from a room as I am today, looking out over my beautiful garden with beautiful trees at a gray sky here in Reading at half past seven in the morning. So when they come in to see me, this average person, most of all the people who come to see me don't know anything about the structure of their body. They don't know much anything about physiology, biology, bones, joints, muscles, ligaments. They don't know much about the science behind how their body works. They come to see me when they have a problem, and that problem may be pain. It might be a problem with movement. It might be they have a problem sleeping. It may be a problem with overthinking, worrying, procrastinating, not achieving what it is that they want to do. Whatever it is, it's something that's happening in their life and they're not happy and they want a solution. Now, most always during the course of time that I work with people, I introduce some of the principles and theories that I've learned from the Feldenkrais method. Now, this work has its roots in neuroscience. Um, Feldenkrais himself, you can hear me tapping in the background here, Feldenkrais himself studied what was then contemporary neuroscience. Um, he didn't have access to MRI scans. He didn't have access to a lot of um, technology um, because he, he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't use or study uh, using MRI scans. He actually, he actually learned he actually learned, you know, from the everyday scientists 
who were around. Quite a few of those scientists were Russian scientists. But a lot of the practice that was being hypothesized then has been shown to be true. So when I'm talking about applying neuroscience, what I'm really thinking you or suggesting that you do is to be thinking about uh, what happens in your everyday life, thinking about what happens in your everyday life, and thinking about how we could apply some of what we know about the brain and the nervous system and what we can do to make some changes because that's what people want want to do so it's great to be able to read about science in books but let's talk about practical applications and one of the best practical applications is the feldenkrais work so you probably know i've been studying feldenkrais work since around 1992. i completed my feldenkrais method practitioner training back in 1999 and i've completed lots and lots of advanced training since then so let's talk about this really really practical application of one way that you can use this work for something that will go on every day in your life. And it's its application to your everyday stress. I know people don't often use that word stressed. Stress. I have stress management course, which we used to talk about. But people do say, I'm feeling really stressed. Well, that's stressing me out. So the word stress is something that my next door neighbor would understand. If I asked if life is, is life a bit stressful at the moment, they'd say, oh yeah, there's a lot going on. We all have everyday stress. You have it as you go about your everyday activities. And so do I. Now, a little bit of stress is good for us. We don't have any stressful activities at all, then really our system doesn't work particularly well. So a little bit of stress is okay. Episodes of quite a bit of stress are also something that most of us can handle. So if you just have one stressful, small, medium, small, stressful event that takes place, you can usually handle it. But when you have stress, ongoing stress that lasts and lasts and lingers, that may be caused by money, relationships, health worries, there are just so many reasons that you might have underlying ongoing low-grade stress, low-grade stress that is just grinding and grinding and grinding away at you. When you have this, it's important to understand that your body is responding with biology. 
when we react and respond to things that we find are stressful, we automatically go into that fight, flight or freeze response. And that's well recognized. We used to just say fight or flight, but now we know freeze is there as well. But when you experience ongoing stress, you may not notice how much your physiology, your biology, your body is actually responding to that ongoing stress. You may not notice it because it becomes so normal for you, normal for your system to be responding that you just don't realize there is any other way. When something becomes so much of a habit and a pattern, it's tempting to think that there isn't another way to do things. And when we run a pattern and a program of using ourselves in a certain way for a long period of time, we don't have any awareness of it any longer. One of the most powerful effects of stress is obviously the way that we contract our muscles in response because we contract our muscles as a form of protection as a form of getting alert if you're getting ready to fight imagine what you do you'd be tensing your muscles you'd probably be making a fist you'd be bending your arms to protect your face you'd be tightening your shoulders You'd be focused on what it is that you're going to do. Now imagine that you're driving down the motorway. And as you drive down the motorway, this is what we call them in the UK, motorways, highways, freeways. As you drive down the motorway, the road, you've had a stressful day at work on top of all of the other stressful days at work that you've had for the past few months. You've just come from an even more stressful meeting and you're driving through the traffic. And as you drive through the traffic, you've got more and more and more people who are pushing in front of you, pulling in, moving over. And what you start to notice is that the hazard signs are showing that says the whole of that big road, that motorway, that freeway. I use freeway if we're talking about America, I guess. Lanes are going to be shut. Lanes are going to close. Ah, oh, no, even more stressed. Your system begins to start to keep a kick in. You start to think, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be delayed. I need to use the bathroom. Oh no. And that stress, that tension starts to magnify. As it starts to magnify, you begin to contract your muscles even more. 
if you've been contracting your muscles without realizing it for a long time, then there just comes this point when you don't realize, you don't notice. And you don't notice you're gripping the steering wheel. You don't notice your elbows are bent and tight. You don't notice that your shoulders are contracted. You don't notice that you're holding your breath, that you're tensing your legs, that you're furrowing your brow, that you're clenching your jaw. You don't notice because it's so habitual for you. But what you may notice is that you begin to start to get pain or you begin to start to feel as if you've got discomfort in your belly, in your tummy, back. Or it might even be that you begin to start to feel as if you want to shout or scream. It may be that you do find yourself shouting at other drivers in cars or banging the steering wheel because you're getting so annoyed. Everyday stress that builds up over a period of time is not good for your health. The tension, when you draw attention to your body, the tension that you can feel could be going on all the time. And it's stopping the blood flow from flowing through your tissues. As you contract your muscles, the blood vessels within the muscles become compressed and squished and squashed, making it more difficult for the blood to flow through. Our combination, and when I say our, I mean every humans, and in fact all mammals and animals, our combination of moving so that the muscles alternately contract and relax as you swing and flow your arms, helps to keep that blood flowing more smoothly, moving smoothly through all of your tissues. Without good oxygenated blood flowing through your system, going to every part of your system, cells are going to start to be low on oxygen. They're going to become unhealthy. And one of the ways that you can help yourself to be very much more aware of your muscle tensioning is the ability to use yourself in a different way. Now, if you begin to be aware of your muscle tensioning, of your physiology, of your biology, of your body, and the messages that you're feeling in from your body is actually to practice some of the work. That is the Feldenkrais work. Now, today, today, I'm going to be recording a short lesson to help you discover how you can break that pattern of tensioning your muscles and how you can change your biology. Because if I record a lesson 
for you to help you to make a change to the way that you breathe and you make a difference to taking the oxygen into your system, it'd be great if you knew how you can actually send that oxygen around your body. So come along and do the lesson. I look forward to talking you to you again next week when I'll be online and I look forward to bringing you more installments of ways in which you can think of using this wonderful work of Feldenkrais to help your health. So for now, from me to you, this is Jill Wigmore Welsh here in Reading in Berkshire. Have a lovely day and look after yourself. Take care. Love you.